Welcome everyone to 801 Horror Occult. I am Miss Anti Pence with a very special guest. Hey, it's Halloween, so you know I had a bombard on this party. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. You should know who I am, but it's Mary Postmortem for those of you that are listening for the first time. Yeah. She's back. For now. For <laughs> She's she likes she's like a ghost. She likes to pop in and she likes to pop out. I told you I was phantom status now. That's right. And phantom always has to make an appearance once in a while. It's true. Especially for spooky season. <laughs> spooky. So spooky. We're even dressed in costume right now. We are. Miss Miss Anti-Pants is not Anti-Pants right now because uh. she's dressed up as a metallic holographic kitten. Yep. Meow. She she's a shiny mittens kittens. <laughs> that's, that's right. These are kind you of do mittens. have mittens, and they have cat paws on them. Little They're very cute. Beans. They're very shiny. You almost look like like if it was um futuristic and Billy Idol was a cat and you were a yes. cat, you would be like the cat couple with I like with it. your paw gloves, your paw gloves, <laughs> your glove paws, paw gloves, paw gloves. I'm going to actually wear this to work. Do it. But I'm going to cover my, so my bra. I couldn't see. Quit pointing things out. No one's going to notice. <laughs> and anyone who does notice will be like, hey, this is why I love Halloween. <laughs> We're so shiny. It's very shiny. Yeah. And Miss Mary Postmortem mm-hmm. is awesome. The hermit, right? Yes. I am the female version of the hermit from the tarot deck. She looks great. I have my my wizened hair and my wizened face and my wizened lantern. With a real candle. With a real candle and real glass. <laughs> she looks great. We'll have pictures. Yes. As we always do. Yes. And I'm feeding her poisoned pumpkin cookies. But I haven't passed out yet. It's because the poison's going to wait it's until slow we're acting. done. Yeah. Plus I have a slow metabolism. That's why I'm fat. <laughs> It's because of all the chocolate chips I put in are smothering the poison down till um, the very end. Fascinating. Yeah. Like, they have hints of um, the, was it, not the antivenom, but it's the, the reversal for the poison, whatever. The antidote for antidote? the poison. Yeah. Words. I don't know words. Yeah. Anti-something. Uh-huh. So, eventually, if, it will keep, it, it will. Eventually, it will kill me. I'll kill over. Yeah. In my old lady costume. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of all the old ladies I could have been, I chose the, the hermit. Ones. It's actually kind of funny because earlier this year I thought about being Sophia from the Golden Girls. <laughs> that would have been yeah. great too. <laughs> but like that would have been a much more expensive costume because I had the robe and the lantern. Ayo! <laughs> That's a cool robe though. I got this many years ago. I'm going to say I got this in 2006-ish. Holy from cow. like yeah, Spirit Halloween, and I was I was the gatekeeper that year, like I don't know, like you know when you go to hell and there's like gates, yeah. So I just like looked spooky and wore this, and it was great. But that's awesome. I kept it because it was such a comfy robe, and I knew no matter how fat I got, I could still wear it. <laughs> you don't see cool robes like that anymore either. It's you very don't. they're basic. They are basic, or they have like strings on them. Yeah. I like the bell, the sleeves that I have. Like they're like the bell, the bell sleeves. Yeah, they're the long ones. 
So fat. It does look really comfortable, though. It's pretty comfortable. I probably could be nude under here. I'm not, by the way. But I could be if I wanted to freeze on Halloween. Which, by the way, so the weather this year is interesting. Yeah. Because I feel like for the last, like, I don't know, five, tens or year, five or tens, five or ten years, it's been, like, warm during October, uh-huh. which... Growing up, it was like this in October where it was rainy and it was cold and there was snow on the mountain and you were lucky if you didn't have to trick-or-treat with your coat. Yeah. And then the coat just blocks the whole costume. All right. That was like my worst thing as a child is that my mom, I would, you know, look forward to Halloween. I'd spend all this time on my costume. My mom would be like, you got to wear a coat before you go out, Mary. And I'd be like, but mom, it'll ruin my costume. No one will be able to see. I don't care. You need to be warm. I don't want you getting sick. And I just like be upset for the rest of Halloween, like having meltdowns left and right. Like, oh, because of the cold, I hate the cold. <laughs> Did you ever have it like unzipped so they could still see it? You were so still warm. Yeah, kind of. But I mean, I my mom always made me buy those really long puffy coats. Uh... So not only was it a puffy coat, but it was down to past my ass. And like I'm short, and I was short as a kid, so it was clear it was down to my knees as a child. <laughs> and so, like, even though it was open, it's so big and it encompassing that it's like, does it matter that it's open? No, you can't see shit except for puff. You know what I mean? I liked how I was just mostly pirates, so I wore the plaid flannel that shirts. was warm. Yeah. I started to get smarter as I got older and started to wear stuff that was either warm, like sweats, or mm-hmm. I, that I could wear my coat under the costume. Uh-huh. Um, that's, you know, like this. Like, I'm wearing a jacket under this right now. <laughs> but <laughs> worst part of Halloween, coats. I'm not. I'm wearing a crop top that's mesh and see-through. So you're and cold. Then, yeah. <laughs> so you're like one of those girls on Halloween that, I am. that has like superhuman heat. Not really. It's like freezing like a popsicle outside. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm wearing leggings. Halloween dog leggings. It. I, you're kind of warm? I mean, how My legs you, are warm. Does, does all your heat escape from your knees? Because <laughs> if that's the case, then you'll stay warm. But if you're a normal human and your heat escapes from like... I don't know, your armpits and your head. You're probably going to be cold. Well, I have the wig. So oh, that's true. We are I have wigs. a green wig, so that's keeping the heat on my head. And my cat ears are holding on my wig. And then my booberry is very cold. <laughs> and then where the skirt thing down to my slippers, I'm warm. So it's just this area. It, it's just your boobs. That's just, fine. Just my boobs. Just it's the boobs. Fine. Boobs are always cold. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So, what are we talking about this week for our Halloween special? Um, lots of Halloween stuff. I believe you have some Halloween facts for me and some Halloween trivia, and I have some Halloween facts for you. Which you will totally obliterate my soul because I don't know that much. <laughs> <laughs> like last year, oh man, I knew nothing. Nothing. Maybe one question. I think it was the pumpkin question. The- I can't remember what it was. Yeah, that they came. Yeah, that they used to carve turnips, and I don't even remember what the question Something was. Something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I think it was like, I got that one, and that was it. <laughs> and then there was me, overachiever. That's uh-huh. why I'm in the Halloween episode, by the way. That's why I was trying to find stuff, to like try and stomp you. To stump me? Yeah. Stomp you. Stomp, stomp. me. Stump stomp. <laughs> what are words? Stimpy stomp. Words don't matter. And because we played the dating game serial edition with Marcy... 
we gotta play the dating game iconic how like scary movie monsters edition with mary sock it to me baby and mary's got a special tasty treat she's gonna throw in for all of us i'm gonna throw in what like my body mm-hmm like throw it out just throw it in wiggle it about <laughs> Wiggle it just a little like bit. Like I'm the distraction when the slashers are coming. I just throw out my body and just. Sure. All right. <laughs> I can't wear headbands. My head is too big. And it. Are you sure it's your head and not because like your your the wigs are very like. It's true. Bulky on top. I mean, even before wigs, I still can't wear headbands because my head is too. Actually, did you have to custom order the wig because... No. I'm no, kidding. surprisingly. <laughs> but I did not tighten it at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the wig without the cat ears feels fine. <laughs> when you put the when cat I ears put on, the cat ears on, it's, too much. it's, it's squeezing my head. It's, it's hurting your brain? Yeah, so I might be only a half a cat with my wonky whiskers <laughs> and my cat nose. Well, I got my I've... ears chopped off. <laughs> Your what chopped I off? I got my ears chopped off Your when ears? I take that would these be off. Sad. I know. I don't like thinking about that. No. Mutilated little cats. Yeah, poor cats. So Halloweeny and Halloweeny fun things and cool things that have happened on this holiday. We're gonna do a, a hot, hot potato with this. We're gonna go back and forth. Hot potato. Or hot like. pumpkin this. Pumpkin. Flaming pumpkin this. We're gonna flaming pumpkin yes. this. Back I and forth. Like it. Flaming pumpkin. Alright. So you first or me first? I just took a cookie bite so you can go first. Oh. What if I just shovel this candy? In, then in they'll have ice. to wait a minute, then I can go first. <laughs> My first fun Halloween y fact is the last full moon for Halloween was twenty twenty. Ironically I was a werewolf. Um, or divinely, I was a werewolf. <laughs> I like that one. I, I didn't actually know it was going to be a full moon. That was just a happy coincidence. Anyway, <laughs> so it happens every 18 to 19 years. Oh, geez. Yeah. So between oh. us, we've only experienced one full moon on Halloween, and that was in 2020. That's crazy. Isn't that bizarre? That's crazy. I really like it, though. And I especially like it because Hocus Pocus 2 came out. I haven't seen it yet. But you know how it has to be like a full moon. The candle has to be lit by a virgin, yada, yada, yada. Uh Witchcraft like that, incredibly hard. Like, I'm I'm shocked that the Sanderson sisters have come back twice (laughs) now in the same century. Or not, I guess, technically not the same century. But you know what I mean. The -hmm. same life cycle. That's crazy. (laughs) Well, you know, Disney witchcraft is different. I guess. Blasphemy (laughs) is what I think about that Disney witchcraft. Probably, but I do like both movies. I haven't, I haven't seen the second one, the but second I do like. One's pretty cute, for being a second. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm shocked that because I heard a rumor that Bette Midler, like out of all the movies in her career, that was the one that she didn't like. Oh, one. really? Yeah, that she was like kind of embarrassed that she did it because yeah. it's a whimsical role, right? Yeah, and it's true. Bette Midler. You know what I mean? That's she's, true. A, she's a very high profile actress, and she's a theater actress, yeah. so I can understand. I mean, this was a rumor that I heard from someone who who was a fan of, of Bette Midler, and so I don't know how true it was. But uh-huh. then when I heard that they were going to do the sequel, I was like, really? But I thought, whatever. <laughs> Money talks. That's what I'm saying, and that's why it disappoints me. I'm like, every. I feel like every actor gets to an age, and then they're just like, Money will... I can take any role for any amount. Well, I mean, 
I don't think she's getting many roles these days that's, anyways. I, I know. That's the sad part. And I, I know they get desperate, but have your pride. Have your pride. I probably wouldn't. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck it. I'd be like Danny Trejo. <laughs> Just be like, whatever role. Whatever it is, it, I'll do it. I'll do it for $5. Just let me do it. Right. So what do you got? What facts? All right. My facts is... Okay, so you know how suddenly it's a thing that throughout the most recent years, people have been seeing decorations that are really good decorations. Oh, no. And convincing decorations. This is one of these stories. Oh, no. Tell me more. (laughs) This one's, like, pretty interesting because we've all heard about... The one where there's a body hanging in a tree and they yes. thought it was just a really good decoration. Yes. And it was a dead person that hung itself. Yes. Well, this one is kind of like that. So in 2014, a man dragged out a headless body um, from his what? apartment and then kicked what? the head across the street. Like, on the other side, across the street. So he just lumped, like, he just slumped it out of his... Yeah. Without the head... And then put the body down and then grabbed the head and kicked it across the street. Oh, okay. So people that were watching thought it was a Halloween prank because, you know. Because it's Halloween and why would any sane person do that? Yeah. Exactly. So the truth came out later when a person was trying to move the body out of the middle of the road. Oh, no. And discovered it was a real person and not a decoration. Not a decoration at all. Oh, my gosh. So the body was... Um, the body of Patricia Ward and her son has a history of mental illness. What kind of mental illness? Does it tell us? It didn't say. Dang it. Now we have to guess. Yeah. Another episode. What mental illness? What mental illness did this psycho person have? (laughs) That actually would be a good show. We're gonna gonna tick that off for later. Where's the jabber jar? Anyway. (laughs) It's right in there in the basket. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I'm too fascinated by this story. Go on. So one night, her son decided to just decapitate Patricia. Mm-hmm. And then um, he took her body out and then he kicked her head across the street. Oh my gosh. And then after that, he just decided to jump in front of a moving train. So that's... That's my first creepy, eerie. That's way better than mine. Thing that happened to Halloween. I like yours though. Yours I is like, very silent. I, I liked that it was very. You know, mine was all mild and good manner, and then we go on the opposite end of like. And then it's Kira. kicking heads around. <laughs> yep. <Whoa. laughs> Let's just play soccer with some poor lady's head. Oh my gosh. His mom's head, nonetheless. Your mom's head. Yeah. Your mom's head. Like, was she that bad? Or was he just that crazy? I Well, and the or thing is, it, is oh. it, like, I think it's fascinating when people go on, like, these crazy tyrants and they kill people because then they end up killing themselves. And I'm like, so Why was that just... part of it? Or were you feeling guilty? Yeah. And you like, didn't want to deal with it? Yeah. Because, I mean, so kill, killing yourself is, like, a mental illness in and of itself, quote yeah. unquote. Like, I'm not really saying that. But, like, like, it's. A human is is like any other animal that an animal wouldn't put itself in immediate danger to kill itself or try to kill itself because we have our primal brain and that makes us survive. Like when you're trying to drown, even if you don't know how to swim, you'll give it your all to try not to die. Uh So when you try to kill yourself, it goes against that. That's why you're quote unquote crazy in that aspect. And so I'm like, 
I can understand how someone would go on a tirade, kill someone, and then kill themselves. That's kind of along the same line of crazy. At the same time, I feel like if you're violating boundaries of other people, like, if you're that type of crazy, wouldn't you start with yourself instead of hurting someone else? Am I making sense when I say it that way? Absolutely. That's what I would think. Yeah. Just take yourself out of the equation before anyone else. So I feel like it always comes from guilt, but it's like, but if you were capable of guilt, then why'd you kill in the first place? Uh Uh-huh. So... Um, my next one will have to do with, uh, the supernatural Ooh. and illusionists. Um, and I happen to be sorting tarot cards right now because Kira had some and they were unorganized and my witchy OCD ass is like, this cannot do. <laughs> um, okay. So back in the, uh, Victorian Edwardian era. So this would be the. 19th century or the 1800s um a mr harry houdini mr houdini houdini is the uh is the focus of this fact so mr harry houdini passed away on october 31st on halloween night i think that's a pretty cool like day to go it is what's even cooler since i wasn't born on it (laughs) right what's even cooler is that harry houdini was an illusionist or a magician right and everybody knows that he's one of the greatest escape artists of all time um but he died october 31st 1926 on halloween and what makes this so fascinating is that anyone who knows about harry houdini also knows that he hated um supernatural and psychics and fortune telling and anything like that so anything that you know i or any other like um sixth sense inclined person those type of natural abilities Mm -hmm. he felt that they were fraudulent that they were charlotte's and that they were basically just con people you were just conning people out of it well in a way he's kind of conning people too (laughs) and that's why he was so passionate about it is because he knew that you could he could spot them a mile well not only that but like you can create this air of illusion and that it's more about being a showman than it is about having natural talent um so houdini was was pretty fascinating because this was right around the time of the spiritualist movement right so at first Mm -hmm. he was very fascinated with it and he went to a medium that was recommended by one of his friends, and this was shortly after his mother died. Now, Houdini um, Houdini was, was Jewish, and his parents, they were Hungarian, they were Jewish. His, um, he was very close with his mother. His mother passed away. When his mother passed away, he, you know, sought solace with one of his friends. His friends was like, oh, there's this great, you know, seer, fortune teller, whatever, mystic, this great mystic that can connect with your mother and... And, you know, give you what you long to hear from her or whatever. So he goes and he meets with this woman. And this woman, you know, is a very good showman. And she she goes into this trance. And she gets a pad of paper. And she starts writing feverly. And she gets a few pages. You know, she gets like four or five pages or whatever. Maybe it was ten. I can't remember the exact number. And she gives it to Harry. And Harry thanks her and he leaves. As soon as Harry gets out of the parlor, he starts tearing up these papers. Because it's written in English. <gasps> Houdini's mother never spoke English, but not only did she never speak English, she despised English. Harry had to speak Hungarian to his mother at all times. She would not accept English in her household. So for this person to be talking, saying that I've contacted your mother on the other side and be telling all of this in English or writing it out in English, you know, that was proof enough for Houdini to say, 
this is not true. Like, you guys are basically just using people's vulnerabilities against them. Yeah. And just taking advantage of of people that are, you know, basically you're taking advantage of saps. Is <laughs> He didn't put it that way. That's basically what he was saying. So he then longed, he, like, made it his personal mission to um, basically um, out all of the supernatural uh, um, supernatural spiritualists at the time. And he and his wife um, even made a, 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 pa- a pact that if one of them died, they would send another one a, a sign from the other side. So they would have seances. They agreed to have seances to try to connect the other one, contact the other one, and that there was a specific phrase that they would utter. And that's how they would know. So after Houdini died in 1926, for 20 years, so for two decades, his lovely wife, um, I think her name's Bess, but she ended up doing a seance every every year on Halloween to try to contact him. Shortly before she died, um, she decided that it was a failure because she never heard the code word that they agreed upon. Mm-hmm. Her name was Bess, by the way. Um, so she passed away... Oh, I'm sorry. She passed away in 1943. So prior to this in 19, I said 1946, prior to this in 1943 or 1942, probably 1942, the Halloween prior to her death, she said it was a bus that, that obviously there was nothing on the other side. Mm -hmm. So that was my fun fact that he died on Halloween and that he was an anti-spiritualist person. But the thing that I found most fascinating about the story was if you truly didn't believe in it, why would you be so angry? Yeah. <laughs> if you truly didn't believe in it, why would you invest so much time? If you truly didn't believe in it, why would you ask your wife or why would you ask your husband to continue searching for it? Yeah. So my theory is, is that he he wanted to believe and it was hard for him to believe it because it the messages didn't come to him the way that he expected. Mm-hmm. And then... I think that he was heartbroken that he couldn't talk to his mother. And I think that's what fueled his anger towards the spiritualist movement. That makes sense. So, but the thing that I always thought, like, whenever I, like, whenever I hear this story now, like, as someone who reads tarot cards and is very intuitive, you're only going to hear the messages in the language that you speak. Now, if someone like Houdini were to come into my First of all, I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily a medium, so I don't necessarily talk with the dead that way. But if someone were to come in and sit down at my table and say, I want to speak with my mother, and I were able to hear their mother, I would say, she's speaking, you know, I hear her in English, but she's speaking in a language I don't recognize. Or she seems like this person. Or I'd start to describe her so that they knew that even though I'm not hearing her in her negative language or that I'm speaking in English, that it was still legitimate. Um, that being said, there were a lot of con people during the spiritualist movement that yeah. were outed. So how sincere those people were still <laughs> remains to be questioned and unseen. Yeah. But Houdini, that was my fact. That was an interesting one. It's a fun one. All mine are just <laughs> horrible Debbie Downers. Debbie Downers. Let's hear it. All right. So this next one happened... On October 31st of 1977. Ooh, 70s. A, a one-year-old named Nima Louise Carter went missing from her cradle. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Good old Halloween night. Cradle robberies. Cradle robberies. Um, so, there's two accounts. 
One says that the doors weren't locked. The other one says that everything there's was locked. Always, uh, whenever there's a person <sighs> missing, there's always, oh, this was here. Yeah. It wasn't here. Always. Always. <laughs> so the first one that I saw this on said that it was all locked and that the abductor was supposedly hiding in a closet. Okay. And then the other one, it just said that the door wasn't locked. <laughs> and I didn't go into a deep dive on details because this is just a little overall thing. So so this little one-year-old girl was abducted on Halloween in 1977. Okay. And the child was found a month later dead. No. She was on the floor. But before that, she was put in the refrigerator in an abandoned house. And then they later found her on the floor. So there's two accounts again for that. One was she was just in the refrigerator. And the other one was she was in the refrigerator. And then they found her on the floor. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So. But she was a fridge baby? She was a fridge baby. Oh there's more. God. This is just getting I know. Leave it to Kira to find all the horrible stories. Oh. Okay. So the crazy thing is that... Um, it, Wait, it's crazier than putting a baby gets, in a fridge? There's more babies in fridges. What? So, this was a... What? Um, what is this, like a cabbage patch factory? Uh, like, what's going on, man? <laughs> Apparently. So, God. Um, oh, can you pre- imagine? Wait, I just gotta go off on the stand <laughs> real quick. Ahead. Can you imagine if, like, that's how they invented cabbage patch babies? What if they found a dead baby in a cabbage patch and then they did, like, a death mask out of it? And that's oh how they God. got the heads! That's why the heads are hard and the body's soft! <gasps> Oh my god. Who makes cabbage? Mattel, is that you? Fisher Price, who makes them? Playmates, who kind of look this up? They make cabbage babies. Who makes the killer cabbage babies? Killer cabbage babies. Killer now. Hasbro. Hasbro. Are you. I would not have guessed. Hasbro. Hasbro. You did it. What if if you tended those babies? (laughs) So. Cabbage babies. (laughs) Cabbage baby murders. So the previous year, okay, um, around the same area, okay, um, three a set of three-year-old twin girls went missing from the same town. Um, they were lured, 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 lord. They were lorded. <laughs> they were lorded from the house. They were lorded from the house. Come here, me lords, out of your house. <laughs> I got some cabbages. <laughs> and thy children did hit up at her out of the house. I need babies to go with my cabbages. <laughs> so so they were lured out of their house. Um, and they were also trapped in a fridge. Oh my god. But they were found And um, we're sure these aren't cabbage babies. <laughs> it never said anything, but it, it possible. Because I mean they're in fridges. Maybe we're on to something. Like, and we're no one I, we're investigators. I mean, come on, this is just not this it's, is a Halloween special, guys. It's the, the only mystery of the cabbage thing. patch babies. <laughs> the cabbage baby murders. The cabbage baby murders. So they were found two days later. One of the um, girls did not make it because she suffocated. The other one, she was by the seal of the door, so she, she could, could kind of breathe. breathe. Okay, so she survived. Um, and the one who survived's name was Tina Carpitcher, and she was able to identify who abducted them. 
Wow. But they were only like three at the time, you said? Yeah. And she was able to identify them? Uh-huh, That's Because cool. it's her babysitter. Oh. That's how. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. I was going to say, like, how does a three-year-old identify someone? <gasps> well, when it's your babysitter, that it's really easy. That makes sense. Uh, an awful the sixteen-year-old babysitter. What? Named Jack. There was a baby kidnapping babies. Yep. What the fuck? This is she. A I was gonna say she did want to start her own cabbage. Like patch. this is fucked up. Yeah. So a year later, um, she identified it, and it was the babysitter. The babysitter. Well, was a year after, um, the twins were in the refrigerator. Oh, okay. Um, then this sixteen-year-old became Nima, the one-year-old's babysitter. Oh, and okay. So this is where it ties her in. And like, uh, I think it was a week or two weeks before Nima, the mm-hmm. one-year-old, died. Mm-hmm. Um, their, their dog had gotten, I don't remember if it was killed or just hurt real bad. No. And then there were, there was a break in and pictures of Nima all over. Oh my gosh. So, um... Yeah, so that being said, and with her being a crazy babysitter, um, she definitely became a suspect. But there was no evidence. There was no, but even though the other girl identified her, there was no evidence? Well, for that case, yeah, but for Nima, the one year old. Oh, okay, the other one. It's just speculation (laughs) or circumstantial evidence or whatever. Yeah, not enough to do that. So, um,. Years later, she was convicted of the murder of one of the twins. Okay. So at least she got that. Never admitted to Nima's murder, though. So. So we don't know who killed Nima. Nope. But more than likely, it's probably her. <laughs> I I would think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that is a good example of how um inconsistent the justice system is. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you know, they're very pragmatic and literal. Like, they have to have the evidence. Otherwise, it's nothing, which is so frustrating. Um, Especially where there are some cases where they do convict and there's not evidence. <laughs> and so see, that's where it gets... <laughs> and that's where the law... That's where it, lawyers come into place and a judge comes into place. It's because, like, there is wiggle room for those things, but it depends on the crime and it depends on, like... How convincing your lawyer Yeah, how, how the prosecution presents it. There's a lot of... There's too many moving parts to the legal system for it to really be effective. We'll say it that way. Yeah. Cookie? Cookie? <laughs> no, I'm good. All right. What what other one do you have for us? So I'm going to bring it back home to Utah. 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 So. Utah the Ute. This happened in 2019, so only three years ago. Oh, shit. In Roosevelt, Utah, which... <laughs> so so that L shape in Utah, uh-huh. it's right around in there. Ah. It's right there. So like on the other side of it is east of Utah County. So like east of Provo before you get to the Uinta Mountain Range. I always felt it was like further. I was thinking it was central too, but I always forget about that area down by Moab. Yeah. Because that's deserty. That's true. I mean, it's. I mean, Duchesne <laughs> County is right above Emory, so you'd think I'd know where this place, these places are, but I don't. It's too big of a state. If it ain't in the county, I don't know where it's at. <laughs> okay, so now that we've established where Roosevelt, Utah is, <laughs> now we can get along, get along, get on to this story. So, in Halloween 2019, two men were killed during a Halloween party. 
um, where 20 people had gathered um, to celebrate. One victim was stabbed to death and the other was fatally shot. Investigators had not made arrests and did not know the motive. Um, But Duchesne police said they believed uh, there was not a threat to the rest of the community. Um, So, a little bit about Roosevelt. It is a community of only 6,000 people. And it relies heavily on the oil and gas industry. So, definitely blue-collared, stickish folk out there. Were they just drunk and played stabby-wabby? Maybe. Shoots um, and stabbers. <laughs> uh, why? And why were there no arrests? Was everyone just hush-hush? I I don't know. The victims were identified as, as John Reed Jr., who was 22, and Tyrell. That sounds like a hillbilly name. So, and, <laughs> so Sunacut. So Sunacut is his last name. He was 23. Um. So... It doesn't really, this is from the Chronicle Journal, which is not a Utah publication. Um, and that's really all it says, is that there were two stabbings. Um, they were called to the house party just after minute and found the men inside. Investigating Investigators were interviewing people who were at the party and looking for others who might have been there to piece together what happened. So there wasn't a lot of, there wasn't a lot of details, or at least the Chronicle didn't put any details in here. Or they didn't know at the time. Yeah, even. they didn't know at the time because it was it was it was published um, in on November first, so it was literally like the, the day, day after. So they were probably still investigating investigating it. I'm gonna Google really quick, and I'm sure most people, you know, especially at that age in Podunky places, you don't snitch. It's true. Snitches get stitches. It's true. So. Now I'm going to go to the Salt Lake Tribune where they have a little, <laughs> nope, they don't. They don't have any more details. So it's the same. Pretty much. It they just, just said, kind of was like, and we're done with that. No one cares. Pretty much, I guess. Sad. What about the people involved? I'm trying to find. They're all on. Wait, okay. Kjazz.com. November 8th, 2019. A Utah man who was shot and killed at a Halloween party was attacked by another man who was also killed that same night. Detectives believe 22-year-old John Reed Jr. went to the Halloween party um, in Roosevelt and shot 23-year-old Tyrell Sosonicut. The motive is unknown. Witnesses told detective that other partygoers stepped in after shooting. During the altercation, Reed was stabbed. Investigators are looking at the possibility that Reed's death may have been the result of self-defense. Authorities do not believe the public is in danger. The investigation is going on. That makes more sense. So, because there was so little information, and I'm sorry I didn't read the whole article before I got on here, but um, still, it sounded to me, because it was so vague and it was so cut and dry and there wasn't a lot of media hype, it really just sounded like, okay, so two guys got drunk, became dicks to each other, it escalated, someone got killed. Yeah. Now that we found, that's pretty much what happened. But it did happen on Halloween night. Still. And it was in Roosevelt, of all places. Yeah. So, I mean... We haven't really talked about Roosevelt yet. No, but we keep going back to that area. We do! I mean, that little L area in Utah just seems to be... A plethora of crazy... It's the hell. It's the hell. It's the hell. It's the right angle of hell. That's what I'm calling it. The right angle of hell. (laughs) 
I just like the hella la. Hella la. la. <laughs> I mean, we gotta use a U because it's Utah. <laughs> so instead of hell, it's hella la. la, la. You're going to hella la. la. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so that was my third fact. What's your third f- f- fact? My third one. So this one happened on Halloween night in 1963. Ooh, 60s. The swinging 60s. Dun, dun, dun. The Indiana State far, far grounds. <laughs> the far the f- grounds. The fairgrounds that are far from Indiana. <laughs> They're so far. They're so far. Uh, the, the Indiana State Fairgrounds Coliseum hosted a... Holiday on ice skating expedition. Ooh, somebody better get sliced up. Skates. Ah, uh, kind of. Oh. Um, unbeknownst to all there. Oh no. A protane. Pro. Oh my god. Propane. Propane tank. <laughs> protein. A propane tank. <laughs> a protein. Why do you keep saying protein? I don't know. <laughs> a protein propane tank. So a propane tank. And propane accessories. <laughs> that was leaking during the entire performance. <gasps> this is just like the Megalomart when it exploded on King of the Hill. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Quick, Bobby. And <laughs> so during the performance, it was leaking, filling the unventilated room. Oh, my God. With gas. Okay. As the skaters prepared for their <laughs> finale, <laughs> the gas made its way to an electric popcorn making machine. What? Um, it ignited and a massive explosion happened. Oh my god. 75 people were killed. <laughs> Lots were hurt. Um, it was considered by the fire marshal there to be the most gruesome event that town had seen. Oh my god. So yeah, kind of like the Megalomart. Just So like every did everyone die then? It sounds like everyone would have died. 75 people died. I don't know how big the okay. room was, but it wasn't I was going to say like does it not big? tell tell you how it, many people are Uh-uh. It just said 75 dead. <sighs> That's They left that Halloween with a bang. Zing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ugh, I do not want to go out in an explosion. No. Or at least I want a cool one, not one in a little room in a fairground. That, but I mean, like, maybe they didn't feel it because, I mean, they were getting hopped up on propane. Maybe. They're or just like, like, I'm real sleepy. Yo. Yeah. Like, how could you breathe? Like, what would that be like? Would that be uncomfortable? Would that be, could you just well, not breathe? Well, a lot or? of the time you just get sleepy with the... CO2 poisoning, you just get sleepy, and then you kind of just fall asleep. And I don't know, it didn't say how long the performance was, so maybe it was long enough to kind of just make people feel good and get kind of relaxed, and then then boom! boom. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like when people are like, when I die, I just want to be when I'm drifting off to sleep. That's me, I just want to go in my sleep. (laughs) So, it's interesting that most of our facts happen to be about crime (laughs) it's true and you know when i was researching for this episode i stumbled upon an article that talked about like why is there so much crime on halloween night and i wanted to touch base with that because i think it's a good point like 
Um, traditionally, like, there's an influx in, like, emergency room visits and, like, crime on Halloween night. And, um... It's like the purge. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that I've ended up in a in an emergency room on Halloween night because of a car accident. So, I can, I can attest what type of people are coming in and out of the emergency room. You know, some people are too drunk. Some people have gotten emotionally volatile and decided to try to end their life on Halloween night and all sorts of things. Um, candy but, overdose. Candy overdose. <laughs> Alcohol poisoning. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think the only thing you wouldn't see is someone getting way too high off of cannabis. I'm pretty sure they're still at home napping as opposed to being in the yard. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Spinning. Get the hell out of my house. I also am very thirsty and very hungry, thirsty. but I can't move. Very thirsty. I'm just going to fall asleep. Um, <laughs> I wanted to touch on that, though, because it, it was a fair point that there was a lot of crime. And there was this whole, like, it was funny because it was presented as, like, you know, almost like a social study and that, like, why could this be? And I'm thinking to myself, it's obvious, isn't it? Because let's think about this, right? So, first of all, all activities happen at night under the cover of darkness. Mm-hmm. Second of all, everybody's in costume. So, nobody or everybody already has a disguise and possibly gloves and possibly weapons that may or may not be fake. And then there's the fact that, um, you know, everybody's hyper and excited and there's usually alcohol and drugs involved and sometimes there's dancing and people rubbing up against each other and <laughs> all of the above. And, and then there's the idea of, um, you know, it's, it's a night revolving around mischief and the dark and, and, you know, demoness or everything's demonized and whatnot. So mm-hmm. it just seems like a cauldron stew for I like that <laughs> poor behavior because anybody who is an opportunist that would want to be malicious that would be your night that you would take right and I mean mm-hmm. October 30th is devil's night and there's a reason for it it's because traditionally you were supposed to play pranks on your neighbor good pranks like toilet papering and stuff like that <laughs> not like you know putting sugar in their gas tank or anything yeah, like that that's mean and expensive. yeah that's mean and, and malicious <laughs> don't <get> expensive <laughs> yeah if it, if it harms somebody financially or physically it's malicious don't do it um but i just i thought that that was it makes sense but it just seems so stupid that they made an article about it because again <laughs> am i the only one and does it just not no. seem like an opportunist night to just fuck shit up that's why that all that happens and that's why everyone dresses more like risque and can go out in public because it's the night where you can just do any of your bidding right well and that's the other thing that i was going to say you that's the one point that i forgot is that you're a different person tonight you're allowed to be a different person you don't have to be yourself so now you can embody like all the horrible things or you can be more yourself and get away with yes there we go for those people absolutely yeah Crime, man, crime. Crime. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Now we're going to do another edition of the dating game. Do, 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 Iconic. terrible dating music, but whatever. I like it. And we're doing the iconic Halloween monster edition. Ooh. Just for Masculine you. Masculine monsters for Mary. They yes. love it. I love all the M's you just added there. <laughs> okay. You have five horror icons to choose from. Five. Five. There will be three rounds of questions. Ooh. Each, each monster 
will answer. And then, so tally up which answer or which number you like best. And then after the third question, you will tell me which one you prefer. Which and one then, I prefer. Mm-hmm. And that one, that monster will be your Halloween bow. <laughs> My Halloween sexy time. Your Halloween sexy time. My Halloween hookup. Your, My Halloween hookup. Your horrific Halloween hookup. My horrific hookup. Halloween hookup. I like it. <laughs> All right. So question one for these dapper gents. Okay. So if Mary was a candy and they had to unwrap you, Ooh. what kind of candy would that be and why? Number one. Bachelor number one. <laughs> Bachelor number one said Smarties because you're classic and timeless. I like the answer, but I fucking hate the candy. Go on. <laughs> it's chalky. So chalky. It's chalky. <laughs> number two. Bloody Bites, the watermelon flavor. Because um, he loves me some bloody... What did I write? <laughs> you can't even... I can't... This sounds like I wrote this. Uh, oh, because me loves me some bloody bites, wink, wink. Ooh, kinky. I also don't like watermelon, but go on. <laughs> I'll eat the watermelon. I Ooh. love, of course, artificial watermelon. I'm like, so, yeah, so. some's not... gross, some's not. I don't, I just don't like watermelon, period. Not the Ooh. artificial and not the real. I'll eat all the real motherfucking watermelon all day. <laughs> Give her all the watermelon. All the watermelon. Number three, Reese's peanut butter cups, the king size. Um, the best combo on earth, just like me. Ooh. <laughs> Number four, caramel apple suckers. Who wouldn't like a little nausy drizzle to lick off? <laughs> Kinky. Now and I'm number torn. number five, the dead silence. <laughs> this must be Michael Myers. You'll have to find out. You can't give me a big clue like that. Okay. okay. So those are your five. So if you have which answer you like I, best in mind. I want, the, I want the caramel. I want the kinky caramel apple one. The number four? Yeah. Okay. Do I mark down four points? Um, Just keep the number in mind because okay. they're all like each monster so, okay, is their so the own number. number. Is a, so, okay. So the guy's name, bachelor number four. Uh-huh. Oh, bachelor okay, gotcha. number four. Okay. Spooky number four. Okay. <laughs> is in the winning for the Number four. Question. Okay. All right, for question number two. Okay. Where would you take Mary on your first date? So, whore, or what did I call him? Bachelor number one. We'll Bachelor just do that. number one. Um, to a museum and then to a fancy seven-course dinner. <laughs> I don't know if I could survive seven courses, but I like the music. <laughs> well, I mean, you're getting spoiled. <laughs> I like it. Number two. A graveyard for some quiet time. Ooh. Wink, wink. <laughs> Ouija board? It didn't say Ouija board, but you I can know. bring one if you would like. Bring a Ouija board. Bring a Ouija board. Bachelor number three. Uh, go play frisbee in the park and then get some ice cream. <laughs> I I like his uh, investment in me. I don't like that he thinks I'm athletic. Go on. Number. I do like the ice cream, though. <laughs> right bachelor number four um play an epic game of hide and seek and end in some scratches down our backs wink wink <laughs> i have a guess who this might be okay go on keep it till the end and then bachelor number five uh 
You get a grunt. I'm going to go with number one. The number museum. one. All right. Getting spoiled on that first date. Question round, or round three, question three. This is the last one. Oh, this last round. Okay. Mary is the final girl. How would you try to catch her? (laughs) That's a good question. (laughs) Yeah. Bachelor number one. I chase her down to the ends of the earth. Take her to my kingdom where she'd be my queen forever. Okay, Hades. (laughs) Number two. I'd notice her as I pass by her window and then lure her with my charm, seduce her into the afterlife. Okay. A little confused, but go on. Number two. Take her to a late night carnival, then lure her into the woods as the moon is full, then they try oh then try to not bite too hard. Absolutely not. (laughs) Why would I ever go to a carnival where there would be clowns? Right? I didn't even Absolutely think that. Absolutely not. And then in the woods at night under a full moon, like I want to get murdered, number four. <laughs> number four. Oh, number three. Yeah. So number four is wait until she's fast asleep, then take her into the bed. At first, her lips would say no, but her eyes would say yes. <laughs> <sighs> Creepy. Number five. Creepy creeper. Ch-ch-ch. Oh, <laughs> number five. All right. Okay. So the rounds are done. Okay. Which bachelor would you pick? One, two, three, four, or five? Who would you rather go on the the super the happy with? Halloween date with? So I'm. I think number four is Freddy Krueger. I know number five is Jason Voorhees. Yeah, that, that last one was, that one was very obvious. Way. Although I did think it was Michael Myers. <laughs> the first, two, the first three. Mm. Number one was kind of hard to do because I haven't really watched much with number one. I I feel like number what was it three? The one that kept talking about. I feel like one of them's a vampire. I don't know what type of vampire it would be, though. I'm going to go with number one because I liked the date so much. Who was it? <laughs> so is that, that the one you want for your Halloween bow? Sure. That's the mummy. The mummy. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the ends of the earth. He goes to the ends of the earth. He has a kingdom. I like it. Well, clever. I never would have guessed that. What were the other ones? <laughs> okay. So number two was Nosferatu. Knew that was a vampire. <laughs> you have to have a vampire. Yeah. Um, number three was the wolf man. <laughs> okay. Frisbee, the combo Pico. of chocolate and peanut butter. Yeah, I get you. Clever. <laughs> um, number four was Freddy, and number five was Jason Voorhees. Okay. <laughs> I didn't choose too bad, I guess, if you're yeah. done with the werewolf. I know. I was like, I'm going to be real obvious with it. <laughs> I mean, I got some of them pretty good it's like for the classic monsters it was harder to think of answers because yeah. I d- i'm not as schooled in all and the see, old i didn't think you were ones. gonna do old ones i thought you were only gonna do like oh, modern no. ones and so that's why i was like well that's gotta be mike myers and freddy i had to mix it up a little that's good so i didn't guess i'd be i'd be down with prince uh i don't even remember what his name is from the movie 
I know Tutankhamun's a real one. <laughs> yeah, he was 14. That's yeah, Diddler no. stats. <laughs> but he was a king and he was a man then. Just kidding, that's he gross. Was, he was a man then. I will take Not his man. death mask, though. It's so cool. It is pretty. Like, so pretty. Lapis lazul and sapphires. Oh. All sorts of things. When I go, I want a, a fancy death mask like that. It's going to cost a lot of money. But also, I'm going to be like... My ash, I'm going to be burned and my ashes are going to be in my zombie tombstone that it, me coming out of the ground. So I don't think it can have a death mask. <laughs> It'd be a waste but they of money. Do, but they make the death mask for your family, though. Oh, I don't know if like any of my family morning. would want to keep that. But that's what they were for. <laughs> so that they you hear that, them. Zach? You're going to have to keep my death mask now. Or death mask. And then after, if you die it shortly after me, then... They might sell it. I don't know. <laughs> Someone keep so my cool death mask. <laughs> have a shrine. All right. And now, a spooky word from our spooky sponsor. Do you got monsters hiding in your closet, hiding under the bed? Maybe they're in the underwear drawer. You need to get them out of there. What you gonna do? Call the Ghostbusters? Ha! Maybe if it was 1984. Listen, you got monsters, we got answers. You need to call 166 Monster Bash. Tell them Adley sent you. We are the best monster bashes. We are monster mashes, we're so good. Tell them Adley sent you. Remember that number, folks. 166 Monster Bash with a B. B, 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 B. Are we going to play trivia, Kira? We're going to play trivia. Trivia. I need to try and stump you. All right. Let's see if we can stump you. All right, governor. I'm game. <laughs> let's go then. All right. What serial killer predicted a murder on Halloween? What serial killer predicted a murder on mm -hmm. Halloween? This one I can oh, answer. But... Was it Charles Manson? Is that your final answer? Well, now I think I'm wrong. <laughs> uh... To be fair, I would say that whether you were right or wrong. <laughs> Charles Manson, I don't know. <laughs> okay, it was um, the son of Sam David Berkowitz. Oh, it was the other guy. Okay. Yeah, he claimed that there would be another murder by the satanic cult he was a part of. Okay. Um, described how it would happen and the layout of the apartment that it happened to. So early on Halloween morning, Halloween morning, <laughs> that's morning horny. <laughs> in 1981, a brutal double murder happened. 39-year-old Ronald Sisman and 20-year-old Elizabeth Platzman were beaten and shot to death. Mm -hmm. As David pr pronounced, predicted, I cannot Predicted. Talk. He predicted. But it wasn't them that killed it? Killed him, or it was? Uh, so it was not ever solved, but he mm. predicted it was a part of the cult that he's in, mm. but they, when he predicted it, they just wrote it off as a story. Gotcha, and, and then, then it, it happened. Gotcha. But they didn't... It was too late then. Yep. <laughs> so, there's a little tidbit on that. He probably fucking knew. He did it. He did it from inside. <laughs> Okay, trick-or-treating evolved from an ancient tradition called what? So, I don't remember the exact name of it, but basically, like, 
they were, I want to say it was Walsh, it's not Walsalen, because Walsalen is associated with you, Yule, but it's, they would go um, from door to door begging for, like, um, cakes or, like, penny cakes in exchange for, like, songs and things. Close. So, it's, um, souling. That's what it's called, souling. And they would, um... They would offer prayers in exchange. uh Uh-huh, for food or money. Yep. I get the two confused. The wall sailing, which is caroling. Yeah. And then the souling. Okay. But you pretty much got that. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Jack-o'-lanterns came from Irish folk tales about what? About Stingy Jack. He was a trickster that trapped the devil in a in a tree or in his pocket, depending on which fable mm-hmm. you were told. I thought it was cool that they had he has the coal in his little turnip yeah, lantern. In his turnip lantern. Mm-hmm. They were originally made out of turnips. When the Irish came to America, they um, ditched the turnips in favor of the pumpkins because they didn't have squashes over there. Imagine trying to do intricate faces on a turnip. I, I don't think they were supposed to be intricate, though. I think they were just like slits. You know what I mean? Like, Have you seen that meme where it's like, "Don't be afraid, honey. Say hello to your great grandma from Ireland," and it's like the turnip and the pumpkin, and he's like, "No." Okay, this one's true or false. Okay. Candy corn was originally called um, corn or chicken feed. False. It's true. Candy oh, corn first appeared on the market around 1880. Um, and then uh, a time when about half of the workforce Americans were farmers. Mm-hmm. So they would have all the treats and goodies and like agricultural shapes. Yeah. Like corn. Um, but then after World War One is when people decided people can eat corn and not just chickens. So, But they kept the candy corn shape for... Or the chicken feed shape for the candy corn. Oh, okay. So that's why it's in the shape of corn. <laughs> oh, because it's chicken feed corn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. That's funny. <laughs> I was like, that's weird. It's also, I'm not a fan of that candy. I like that candy. Do but you? You can't, you can't eat just any candy corn. Like, you have to. So, like, I'm not a huge fan of, like, um, what is it, Brock's candy corn? Because mm. they use gelatin and high fructose corn syrup. But if you get, um, like, the candy corn that's made in salt, small batches from, like, Harmons and stuff, they use, um, like, actual, they use different type of sugar. And they use, uh, I think it's car- caranuba wax that comes from a plant. Oh, so it's different. Yeah. So it tastes oh. a little bit better than, because, like. Some candy corns, like, you might as well just be eating a sugar cube, and I don't like that, but when it's... And the consistency is weird. And that's partly because of the sugar, because it dissolves too fast. That's why I'm saying if you get better candy corn, it's yeah. it has a better texture to it. It's not waxy per se, mm-hmm. but it has that type of, like, stiffness to it that wax does when you So it's it. not like that weird spongy thing like the Brax. Yeah, has. no. That's just a weird... I think that's mostly why I'm just like... I mean, it still has that because of the way the sugar forms, but it's not... Not quite the same. Yeah. You're also... At, like, it's hard for me to always recommend food for you because I'm like, but I like the texture. It's true. That's what I focus on. And some of my... Te- the textures I don't like. It's like... Yeah. Meh. And candy corn is one of those textures that I that I like because it has the firmness when you bite into it. Well, if it's not the nasty-ass broth. Yeah. All right. Which decade was it decided to exclusively give out candy for two trick-or-treaters 
This is a multiple choice. Okay. So it'll help you out. A, 1920. B, 1970. C, 1950. Or D, 1980. I want to say 1920. Because prior to that, they would have given out pennies and little toys and stuff. Is that your final answer? I'm going to say 1920. Okay. So, the answer is B. 1970. Oh, really? Wow. So, up until then, it was acceptable to give out homemade cookies, nuts, toys, and coins. So, they did that up until then. Um, In 1950, candy companies started to market prepackaged candy, but it was in the 1970s, so 20 years later is when that was like the official thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you were kind of right, but kind of not. Could you imagine if we still did, like, just homemade cookies and all that stuff? Would it be considered bad to give out the prepackaged because the norm is to do homemade stuff and toys and coins and stuff? I think people would lose their shit, though, because, like, people are already, like, Oh, my kid's vegan, or my kid can't, you know, my kid has allergies. My kid or like, can't stare at the air. Yeah, or like, you know, my kid has sensory things or whatever, so. Yeah. And those are all valid, by the way. I'm not saying, yeah. like, deny kids the fun of a Halloween. I'm just saying that, like, I think that adds another complexity for people to, like, complain about, where it's not necessary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I feel like back then... We didn't know as much. Right. It, well, it's also, like, it's a different... Because anybody who lived through the Depression or, you know, came out of, like, the, the right after World War II, like, the United States food shortages and, like, being poor was the norm. So, like, someone sharing food with you for no reason was a big deal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas by the time the 1970s came, everybody had a job. You know, everything was manufactured. It wasn't the yeah. same. Like, it's now gross if someone tries to give you food that they've cooked instead of like, thank you so much for trying to feed me while I starve. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So. <laughs> okay, here's an easy one. Okay. And this is the last one. You say it's easy, but you've stumped me on like pretty much all of these. <laughs> I'm surprised. Well, you've got two of them pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this last one. The Michael, the Michael Myers mask in the original Halloween, so the very first one. Um, was the face of what celebrity? It was William Shatner. Yes. See, I knew you'd get that uh, yeah. one. <laughs> and it's my understanding that they actually turned the mask inside out, or they just painted it white or something. They may painted it white. Yeah. Because it was just so poorly made. <laughs> yeah, it was very yeah. cheap, poorly yeah, made. Yeah, it one. was a Captain Kirk, William Shatner mask. <laughs> knew that one. So I did stump you a little bit. You did. I was surprised. You did. There was some good ones in there. Did you got any any tidbits you want to add before we get into our place? For, for Halloweeny? For Halloweeny. Halloweeny. Mary, yeah. give us your wisdom. My wisdom is not to scare the shit out of little kids. Like if you're... <laughs> I'm a terrible person. I'm like... <laughs> so it's, it's okay to like give them a minor scare, you know, where they are startled, right? I don't like it when people make kids cry on Halloween. Yeah. Or when they make them cry during haunted attractions. Don't do that because, first of all, a child doesn't need to be traumatized for no reason. 
and second Even of all it's funny right well and i think especially for your humor like if you're doing it because it's funny that's kind of malicious don't do that i'm very evil um so don't and then also like let kids have fun on halloween so don't scare them because if you scare them they're not going to want to do it again next year that's true so like if you are going to scare them make sure that it's very tame and save the scaring for the adults. Like, especially if it's that dad or that mom that's <laughs> bitching at everyone. Uh-huh. Absolutely scare the shit out of that parent. Make an example out of that parent and get the kids to laugh. But don't, <laughs> don't, don't scare the little children. Also, don't murder that parent either. <laughs> yeah, don't murder people. <laughs> don't kick her decapitated head across the no, street. No, no murders on Halloween. No. Let's not do that either. No. I mean, Let's, you shouldn't do it at all, no never. matter what time of the year. Don't ever murder people. Yeah. And don't be an opportunist asshole and take Halloween and make it into a murder spree. Yeah. Challenge them to a dance-off. <laughs> Get a dance-off or a costume <laughs> contest. Yeah. <laughs> or a, a mannequin contest. Like, who can... <laughs> Who can be the mess mannequin? <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do if I get if I get face to face with a killer. I'm just gonna be like, quick, let's play mannequin. And then while they're mannequining, I just run off. What if he's like, no? And then he just stabs. I. That's why I have my huge staff over here. So. <laughs> You're like, you shall not pass. You shall not pass. <laughs> I am gonna recycle this costume and be a female Gandalf next you year. You so You have lots of things you can totally do. I it. Don't. I'm not a Lord of the Fans ring. I was just kidding. I am. <laughs> and if I was, I'd be a hobbit so I could walk around barefoot. So are we doing our song? What are we jamming to on Halloween while we're while we're hanging out with our facts and our murderers and our Ouija boards and our lanterns and our, and our staffs? Our cabbage babies. Our cabbage babies. <laughs> our cabbage babies. What was the name? Cabbage babies. I don't remember. Cabbage fridges. baby murders. That's yeah. what cab- cabbage, cabbage baby, baby murders. murders. That's what we were doing. A cabbage baby murders. Cabbage baby murders. And our pumpkin chocolate chip cookies Ooh. that are poison. How's the poison doing, by the way? <laughs> Still digesting it. Man, it's all those antidote chocolate chips. Antidotes. They're just smothering pumpkin roulettes. Pumpkin roulette. That is the first single. By the Cabbage Baby <laughs> Murders Pumpkin Roulette. <laughs> That's how they die. <laughs> That's the next commercial is <laughs> for the album for the Cabbage Baby Murders. Cabbage Baby Murders. Featuring Pumpkin Roulette. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Speaking of roulette. Oh. I got my Halloween playlist here. Oh shit. Oh, sucka sucka. What what Halloween roulette you got going on there? Let's see. What's the first song if I hit shuffle? Every Day is Halloween by Ministry. (laughs) That's a good one. What's your song, Kara? My song? Slipknot Spiders. Ooh. Yeah. Good old Slipknot with their masks. And if I hit shuffle, it's. Buried Alive by Creature Feature. This is a good song about Poe. Tis a good one. Check it out if you like uh, mindless self-indulgence as well. Which, what's your next song? Phantom Planet, The Living Dead. Ooh, good choice. Shuffle. 
I like your shuffle idea. It's so good. Oogie Boogie song, but not just any Oogie Boogie, the one that Tiger Army did because it's way better than the original. I have to agree. (laughs) I really do like the way, like, I don't like Oogie Boogie song, but when Tiger Army does it, it's amazing. I like the Oogie Boogie song, but Tiger Army. Oogie Boogie is my least favorite character out of that movie. Who's your favorite? Um, I like Lock, Shock, and Barrel a lot. And of course I like Jack. Yeah. But Lock, Shock, and... Lock, Shock, and Barrel, probably my favorite. What about you? I think that my favorite is the guy with the axe in his head that goes, Duh! Bunny! <laughs> I no. don't know why. That's my favorite. My... I like Lock, Shock, and Barrel, too, but the the axe man is right like, top. So when I was a kid, that dude and the kid with his eyes shown th- shown, sewn shut uh-huh. and the, the devil, those three characters freaked me me the fuck out really to where i could not watch that movie again until i was an adult <laughs> i also like sally a lot sally is really cool too because i i felt her on a deep level right <laughs> so as much as i hate my ex he did point out that sally is a frankenstein and mm-hmm. that she's the hero of the story and i did not realize that until he pointed that out and i was like you're right and it totally gave me a different view of her she's a frankenstein it's very true all right your song <laughs> all right uh, next one I'm going with Megan the Stallion and the song is scary. It's, I like it. It's, it's the one hip hop song I have. Oh, it's a hip hop song? <laughs> like at first I thought it was going to be like a punk rock chanting song. I was going to be like, are they like scary, scary, scary? Oh man, that would be awesome. No, she's a, a hip hop artist. Oh. And, uh, the background's really cool. That's what got me very spooky so it's kind of interesting <laughs> it's a weird mashup but i liked it so my next one's gonna be <laughs> halloween by dropkick murphy's Ooh. which is their cover of the misfit song halloween Ooh. but i do like the way dropkick sings it it is i like all the renditions of halloween that i've heard right <laughs> i have a lot on this on this list there's so many and they all sound so good all right, Kara, what's your third song? I am going with Black Audio, After mm-hmm. Dark, which is also a song on Arkham Asylum game. Batman video game. Batman. Good band. Yeah. I'd hit either one of those men. Yes. With Good. all the things. Good oh. looking men. Yeah. <laughs> My next one is Halloween by Susie and the Banshees. <laughs> Which is a completely different song and not related to the Misfits one. <laughs> Same title, different. I told you there was a lot of Halloween songs on here. I mean, because it's a Halloween list. It's a Halloween list. I got Alice Cooper Poison. Yeah! Because last year I did Feed My Frankenstein. Feed my Frankenstein. And then I just think of Wayne's World. <laughs> Same. I'm pretty sure some of these songs that I'm mentioning were on last year, so it's okay. Well, it's Shuffle and Halloween. Shuffle. All right. So my last one, because we're doing five, right? Uh Uh-huh. Is No One Lives Forever by Oingo Boingo. I don't know if I know that song. So it's off of their album, Dead Man's Party. Um, But I'll read just some of the lyrics. Man, you actually stumped me. (laughs) So the lyrics is, I'm so happy dancing while the Grim Reaper cuts, 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 but he can't but he can't get me. I'm clever as can be, and I'm very quick, but don't forget, we've only got so many tricks, no one lives forever. 
So he's basically just talking about like, you know, the day the day you die, and you know, you're like, let's have a party. There's a full moon in the sky. It's the hour of the wolf, and I don't want to die. And it has like this amazing like saxophone solo. And check it out. Yeah, just I don't a- think I have eighties eighties awesomeness. Eighties eighties it. Eighties eighties it. Eight zero. What's your last song? Um, as I pick every year, it's gonna be Michael Jackson Thriller. Because oh! every year, it's gotta be on that list. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Mary. So Kira. Who's our silver fox of the week? He was once a vampire. Mm-hmm. He was once a special agent that would solve crimes in twenty four hours. Which is magical in itself. It is. And he was once a cowboy in the early 90s. Really? Yes. The cowboy way. I don't think I've seen that. What? What do you have to just shocking me all over the place. Anyway, it's Kiefer Sutherland. (laughs) Yay! Beautiful Kiefer Sutherland. So beautiful. From Lost Boys. And Jack Bauer from 24. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I don't usually get on TV series, but that was, like, one of the only TV series, especially as a kid, that I was, like, all about. Really? Like, uh, Kira, I love that show so much. I used to v- VHS that shit. If I wasn't home on, you know, Monday or Tuesday <laughs> or whenever it premiered on Fox, I would set up my VCR TV combo to record that shit so that I know what happened next week. <laughs> That's awesome. I never got into it that much. It was cool. But after, like, the first season, I think I was cool with it. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the you can't like, watch the other seasons. Like, I tried the second season. And I was like, what the hell is this? This is awful. <laughs> One and done. <laughs> but it was good. Yes. Good old Kiefer Sutherland. He is. So, technically, I didn't know this, but he is actually a British-Canadian actor. I did not know this. I thought he was what? American. I, I know. thought he was, too. I know. What are you talking about? I... Sorry, Canada. I'm shocked. <laughs> Absolutely. His birthday is in December. It's December 21st. That's my mom's birthday. So he is a, what is that, Capricorn? Statue. It's a Sagittarius? Sagittarius. Sagittarius. Is it a Sag? I always thought it was. Doesn't matter. I think it's a Sag. We'll look this up. November 22nd to 21st. You're correct. So he's right there on the cusp. He's a cusp. He's a cusp, baby. He's a Sagittarius Capricorn. He has both traits. Um, so his full name is apparently Kiefer, which is an interesting name. It really is. I believe it, it's like old German or old Kelk, but I'm not sure I'd have to keep it up. I'd have to look it up again. I've always wondered, like, where did you I've come s- up with Kiefer? I've seen it somewhere before on a name list randomly, and I know hmm. it was like some sort of crazy European name, but I don't <laughs> remember where. <laughs> But his full name is Kiefer William Frederick Dempsey George Rufus Sutherland. Could you imagine filling that out in the SATs where you have to write your whole name? I feel like with a name that long, you should have a really fun acronym. Uh Uh-huh. That's not a fun acronym. Why all the names? I can understand three, maybe four if you have to do that, but more than that? Yeah, that's, that's six names. So many. That's I'm... seven, actually. <laughs> and they're, like, all two syllables, too. <laughs> except for George. You know what I mean? So, like, let's let's listen to this as a syllable sound. Okay, so Kiefer, William, Frederick, Dempsey, George, Rufus, Sutherland. 
That's a mouthful. Yeah, it is. And it just keeps going. It's almost like they were afraid. I mean, I love Donald Sutherland, right? That's his Uh dad. Donald Sutherland's an actor. Great in the Body Snatchers. Invasion of Body Snatchers. He was also in The Omen. Mm -hmm. Um, He was also in... Lots of horror. um, At least I think he was in The Omen. And then he was also in uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Buffy! The original, like, the actual movie. Yeah, movie I love so much. He was in that. Um... So it, I, as much as I love Donald Sutherland and as much as I love Kiefer, it almost sounds like his parents were afraid that they were only going to get one child. So they gave him all the names. <laughs> we can't decide on just one. Okay. I'm sorry. Donald Sutherland. Okay. Hot. In he that. was very ha! attractive as a young man. I did not realize and he was that attractive. He, but if you look at him, look how much that him and Kiefer look like each other. I They're know. almost like carbon copies of just, each other. Kiefer's blonde. I know. I think that's what detours me is he's blonde. I love that and he's his blonde. Father has like the brown hairs and oh. Donald Sutherland looks weird with the brown hair in my opinion because I'm used to him having gray hair. It's true. So like but when this I see picture, oh yeah, no, that's he's the picture. He's that... a good looking. He's a good looking dude, for sure. Some of the angles, not so much, but and then other ones, it's like ooh. If I was born, or if I was alive back then, and he was single, and I was single, I'd hit that. Right? <laughs> oh, maybe he wasn't in The Omen. The Dirty Dozen. I don't think I've ever seen Forsaken. He wasn't, I mean, he was in The Body Snatchers, and I felt like he was in another, oh, The Puppet Masters? Maybe that was the other, like, horror-ish movie I was thinking of. I love The Puppet Masters movie. He's in The Hunger Games, of course. He is in The Hunger Games. I like Games. how we're just looking at his dad. I know. Sorry, <laughs> Keeper. We're at that age where we can fuck you or your dad, and now we're on your dad. Uh, both. Both. We'll just ta- we'll just high five, tag in. Tag in. <laughs> Virus. This is a, a father son moment. <laughs> <laughs> um lost boys i particularly love oh he it's classic is beautiful in that movie so he was born in uh 1966 so he would have been just around 2021 20, when that movie came out um the beginning of that movie i love it because they're on the carousel right and he he turns and he has like the cigarette in his ear and he has like his spiked hair that's in that <laughs> It's a, it's a mullet, <laughs> it's which is not so great, but I can forgive it. But back then, everyone was a mullet. And it's like his hair was blonde and short and spiky, so I didn't really care. And he has, like, a little bit of stubble on his face, and he, like, just turns towards the camera with, like, it just pans the side of the front of his face. And I'm like, why Oof. are you so pretty he really as a man? Is. Like, I'm not a huge fan of blondes, but he's a blonde. Look at his face. He's it's so- just... One movie I really oh. liked him in was Flatliners. Did you see that movie? Yes. I liked that movie. Also, is um, it Lost Highway? Is he in that one? What, Mirrors? Is that the other one he's in? Yeah. It's so, okay, so I have a problem. Yeah. I love him. It's a remake of an Asian horror movie. Okay. And I hate American remakes of Asian horror <laughs> movies. So, I mean, where it wasn't bad, it wasn't good because I compare it to Asian, the originals. But he was good in it. I own that movie because of Kiefer Sutherland. He's a pretty solid actor. Phone booth. I forgot he's in that. He's in Pompeii. I have Pompeii. Look how innocent he looks. Look at this. Look at this 80s heartthrobness going on with his full hair. 
young. I know. He looks like he's going to be in the cover of Teen Beat. It's just, he probably was. The other movie that I loved him in that I thought he looked gorgeous in was uh, Stand By Me. Oh, yeah. Because he was ace. I forget about that one. In this picture with his stubble. Oh, okay. That's a good one. He kind of looks like his dad in that picture that I'm like going gaga over. He kind of does. Yeah. Huh. For some reason, he looks a little bit like Kevin Bacon in them. He really does. I don't know what it is. It's just like. He does. He looks a little bit so, like Kevin Bacon. Kiefer Sutherland is in a 2017 movie called Where is Kira? <laughs> right here, baby. Oh, I mean, it's, it's kismet. They spelled Kira with a Y. I'll forgive Unacceptable. that. <laughs> I know. Unacceptable. Change the Y to an I and that's me, baby. So this is him as Ace to stand by me. Ooh, okay. He's very so he's such a bad boy in that movie. Like just looking at him, you're like, "Mm, he's the bad boy. Bad boy, bad boy. boy. (laughs) I know what I'm gonna do with you. Oh, ayo, What else do we want to say about Kiefer Sutherland? Mm, He can be our daddy any day. He can be our silver fox every day. All day, every day. Kiefer, we love your name. We love your facial hair. We love your pretty face. Your eyes. Your eyes. We also love your daddy. Oh. Oh. I loved him five times last time. Oh. (laughs) I like him real old. Cane sugar daddies. I want. I want it. I can't do that. That hurts my whole body. I can't and I'm move like, that way. Okay, that's cool. You're still cute, old man. But Kiefer Sutherland, thank you for being our silvery fox. We love you and our sexy vampire. Mm-hmm. And our silver fox of our vampire Halloween extravaganza. It's not really vampire. No, but there was an Osferatu made an out. appearance. That's true. You did not pick him. They did for anything. <laughs> Nothing. Damn bloodsuckers. If you would like to follow us on Instagram or Facebook, or our, Twitter, or Twitter, Twitter us, tweet us. <laughs> uh, go to eight hundred one horror zero cult c c u l t, um, or you can also email us which would be killer mm-hmm. at 801 horror cult vix at gmail so 801 vix at gmail we'd love to hear from you tell us your stories we we will totally tell those stories because mm-hmm. who doesn't want to hear that you can hear our version of your story yes it, it will, will be, be a thing <laughs> you know how people do listeners tales We'll be like, we're going to put a spin on yes, your tail. Yes, this will be our version of your tail. <laughs> we'll be like the the modern art of your tail. Yes. Artistic I'm, expressions. It'll be beautiful. Also, follow us, subscribe, and rate us. A We'd, good rating, please. Please be kind. Yeah. Rewind. We want like two more listeners. <laughs> it would be lovely if there were at least two. Yeah, at least we'll get two there. more. We'll get there. Marcy it's... will show you her boobies. <laughs> and Kira will show you her anti-pentabies. I have one more thing before we go. I got something to say. Did, did, did you kill a... Did you kill a baby today? 
doesn't matter much to me. Oh, Kira. As long as I put it in a refrigerator. Yeah. I missed <laughs> Cabbage baby murder. Should we just do a happy Halloween? Yeah. One, two, three. Happy, happy Halloween! Halloween. <laughs> go, go get dressed up and do lighthearted shenanigans. Let your children trick or treat. Watch scary movies. Watch, yeah, lots of scary movies. All the scary movies. That's too many to watch. <laughs> You'll be there all day. From midnight to midnight. Watch all of them. That's your job. That's your homework. <laughs> your homework. You have, well, this will probably come out on Halloween.